We are started. <laughs> no, I guess we're here. <laughs> I am here. <laughs> Thank you, everybody, for tuning into this episode of Expressions Podcast. We have the three of us here this week: Mark, Aurora, and myself. Uh, we're going to be talking about what we've been up to, some of the cool things that we've been doing because things are starting to open up again, and uh, we each have our own little stories of activities and things like that. So, rather than bring on a guest tonight and get into something that other people are doing, we thought we would talk about. What we were doing because we're important because right once in a while we're, we're important we're, we're exciting. <laughs> exciting we're exciting people exciting, exciting people aurora jazz hands <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, it's kind of true there's some exciting things that have happened um I'm i guess exciting. i could start off oh you're doing the brian uh, yeah I'm excited. <laughs> I'm, I'm excited um, I'm going to start off with what I've been up to because I just finished what I was doing uh, before we started this and I was pretty excited. Um, on Monday, I started a camera club called the Through Your Lens Virtual Photo Club. It's an online only photography club for people who like photography. I guess that makes sense. And uh, <laughs> it's the idea is no ego, no attitude, inspiration, motivation, education uh, for free. So we are doing this on Facebook. And we've got some amazing people involved. Some The administration team, I guess you could say, are all friends of mine and amazing photographers and people who love to share their knowledge. So I'm very excited about that. And Mark is a part of it as well. And Aurora, you're in there too, aren't you? Yes, I'm a part of the group for sure. Fantastic. Yeah. I'm sorry I missed it I got, today. <laughs> I got roped into it somehow. But if you want to join, um, I'm sure Brian will put the link down below. And if you want to join, when you request to join, I just accept everybody. I'm like, Oh, you're just a mechanic. I'm, I'm just a mechanic. Yeah, sure. Sure. No so, problem. Oh, you're a baker. Ah, sure. Come on in. Okay. Come on okay, in. okay. Yeah. No, I, I'm kidding. I don't, I don't do that. There, there are questions. Just a baker. You just ended it with bakers. If you're a baker. No, I'm just kidding. Um, bakers are allowed. Come on. Actually, I do take bribes. So if you're a baker, send me a half a dozen cookies. Let me know when you're going to request to be in and, and I'll, uh, no bribes. <laughs> Never forget the bribes. Okay. So we actually just talked about it in our meeting that we just had earlier, like I said today. And one of the things I mentioned was we don't want a huge camera club. That's not the goal. It's not the goal to have this massive amount of people. Uh, it's the goal to have whoever is there being active. That's the key. We oh. want people to contribute. We want people to be involved. So this was the announcement. The first time that the people in the camera club met the administration team, and even though it's only been posted since Monday, we have over 150 people who've already um, asked to be a part of it. <clears throat> to me, that's like huge because I don't know of 100 people that ever want to be involved in what I do. So um, that was really cool that we had that many people interested, which really shows me that people are dying to be creative. People are, are, are jonesing for that excuse to get out and make photos and to do things creatively. So uh, that was very encouraging for me. And during this conversation, we went through the rules. We went through all the things that we're going to do in the camera club and all the different uh, things. But what the real point was to just introduce ourselves to this new community and to find out who they are and, and let them know who we are. It was a lot of fun. It was a great conversation. But again, the goal is to get people active. So if anybody does want to join, you're more than welcome to put your application through uh, the Through Your Lens Virtual Photo Club on Facebook. As I say, it's completely free. But now officially as of this meeting if you do not fill out the three questions that we ask and if you do not agree to our terms and conditions um we're not going to accept yet 
I mean, that's that's just kind of how it's going to go from this point. And by the way, the big rule of our camera club, the number one rule is the don't be a dick rule. <laughs> Basically, uh, we're copying Elon Musk with Tesla. I know it sounds kind of weird, but he has the rule at Tesla that if you're a dick, you're gone. And what that means is if you're rude, obnoxious, disrespectful, bring people down, you know, any of these things that just makes people feel generally uncomfortable, that's really what we're talking about. So it's the uh, don't be a dick rule. And I, I thought that was pretty funny to talk yeah. about. Yeah. Or in other words, be a good person. Yeah, exactly. I mean, that's what it's all about, right? That's everything I yeah. do is about making sure that people are being a good person, contributing to the world around us, sharing your gifts, encouraging and helping people out. Because without that, what we end up with is what we're seeing these days. And it's really scary to me uh, in my short lifetime how the world has changed from uh, even just before 9-11. Now, I think that's where I saw the biggest shift. The world was one way before 9-11. 9-11 hit and nothing has been the same since. And uh, whether it's everybody's on edge and scared about somebody attacking us or people are just frustrated with all the, the red levels and the orange levels and all the other things that went along with that whole disaster. Uh, and that's been so long past now. I mean, most of the people these days were born after that, which is really weird to me. Well, not most of the people, but you know what I'm saying. Yeah. Uh, there's so many people who were born after 9-11 who have no point of reference for what the world was like beforehand. So the world is really steamrolling down this path of intolerance and anger and short fuses. And uh, that's frustrating to me. So I'm really hoping that everything that I do is going to be the opposite of that. That's, that's my goal. What do you think, Mark? What have you been up to? I've got Dixie. Well, I, I like, I like it. I'm, I'm enjoying the content of the club. I'm, I'm not, um, What's the word I'm looking for? I'm not. I'm not hugely active as far as uh, social media. I sort of. I go on. I scroll through things. I hit like on a couple of things. I, I don't do a lot of postings on social media these days, um, and just you know, frankly, because I don't have a lot of new content. Although, I guess that's not true because I still post pictures of the food. And, and uh, Aurora, our guest Christina, has been the one that has sort of got me on that path of, of finding new new things, new dishes to, to eat. So that's something that I've continued to do. I've continued to experiment, a lot of experiments in the kitchen. Um, but to all of those pictures that I post, I take with my cell phone. Um, I did uh, start the, uh, this is round 35 of the photography scavenger hunt. Nice. Uh, so I'm, I'm in that. And they've given us a word list, which is top secret unless you're in the scavenger hunt. So... Sorry, I can't hear any words. Um, but uh, I went out on Wednesday. I think it was when I can't remember what day it was. My wife and I went out. Anyways, we took the dogs and we went. We I think we got ice cream and then we went shopping a bit and took a camera. Um. Yeah, I can't remember what day it was. Doesn't matter. Um, <laughs> we were we were out taking pictures, walking the dogs, and uh, we went out to uh, Kekabeka Falls. And while I didn't get any pictures for the hunt at Kekabeka Falls, there's a lot of water flowing over the falls, uh, which created a lot of mist. Um, and I got into the mist. And uh, if you're familiar of the Stephen King story, the mist, there, there was definitely something in the mist, and that's that the mist was water. And I and my dog and my wife and, and the dog that she was walking and a very, very soggy. The water was literally dripping off my camera. So thank you, Nikon, for making an environmentally sealed camera in the Nikon D750. 
Um, <laughs> and uh, of course, three-legged thing for my carbon fiber tripod because uh, no rust there either. It was, it was, there was a lot of water. But I, and the worst part was, is when I got to where I wanted to get a picture, there was so much water uh, droplets in the air. There was no picture because when I set up oh, the camera no. on the tripod and I looked through the viewfinder, all I could see was rivers of water going down the front of my ND plates. Oh no! Oh, that's the worst. Like literally, it was it was like somebody had a hose and they were spraying a window. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I had to laugh. Anyways, the plates are clean, the camera's clean and dry, and uh, and I'm all good. And I dried off, obviously, but that was fun. Um, prior to that, though, a little bit of a somber moment. I was down at the waterfront here in Thunder Bay, and there is a, a tugboat, which is a historical uh, fixture here in Thunder Bay, called the James Whalen, and uh, it actually sank last weekend. Oh, so no. it sunk at the dock. Um, so it's sort of in the water, uh, you know, listing to the side and. Um, so I got I got a bunch of pictures of that as well, um, which which are interesting. Uh, there's a couple of really interesting ones that I like that I'm, and again some of I'm, I can't talk too much about it, but there's because of the scavenger hunt, it's all top secret and everything, right? For the people that are in the hunt, I don't want to spoil it for anybody. Um, but I'm trying to decide whether or not to use some of those pictures or one of those pictures for one of my entries. And if I do, I can't share any of them because then everybody knows it's my picture. So scavenger hunt. I know what it is, and I, I entered it one year, and I did horribly. I think <laughs> I did two pictures out of the, yeah. how many there were. Um, explain why and what a scavenger hunt is. Um, so basically, the well, everybody knows the premise of a scavenger hunt. They give you a list of things, and you go out, you find them. Uh, in this case, it's a photography scavenger hunt. So they give you a list of words, and you go off, and you find a word to match like a picture to match that word so you would like if the word was car then you could go take a picture of a car um, but then there's the creative side of it that i could just walk out of the driveway and snap a picture of the car or could i go to the waterfront at sunrise and light it properly and get the sun coming up in the background maybe it's thunder bay with the sleeping giant um, or if you're in toronto can you find a parking lot somewhere where you can see the cn tower in the background and get a picture of the car at night with the cityscape and the lights on and all this, all this. So how, well, you like thinking outside the box, and yeah. that's kind of your that's kind well, of well, absolutely. Thing. But but literally, you can take it literally, and you can go. There's a car. I'm taking the picture. Got the word. Or you can go outside the box, and you can be as as creative and adventurous as you want. Or um, there are people that got really crazy, and they use a model of a car, and they make a diorama, or they put it in nature somewhere, and then they light the model of the car, or um, they light it on fire or they blow it up or, you know, what, whatever they want to do with it. But they give you, um, I think this word list is nine words. And then if you get the nine, you're allowed to do a bonus entry. So there's a, a tenth bonus entry. Um, and many of the lists have been that way. There have been nine. And if you get all nine, you get a, a bonus entry. Sometimes there's ten words. There's been as few as six. Um, but they run it, I think they run four times a year. And this is the second round in 2022. So that I believe I believe there'll be two more. Um, our guest next week, actually, Debbie DeBarmaker, is one of the people that runs the scavenger hunt. Oh, cool. Uh, yeah, so that's actually not why I asked her on. She's a quilter as well, and I want to talk to her about that. But uh, but we can touch on that as well with her to, to talk about the, the scavenger hunt a little more. But it's it's fun. And then so I, you have a deadline, and the deadline for this one, I think, is June. It's in June sometime. And you submit your pictures, and then... Um, they have a panel of judges that vote them, and you don't you don't win anything other than notoriety, um, or actually that's not true. The person that wins the total hunt gets the honor of being a judge in the next round. Okay. So, 
Yeah, cool. So that's that's kind of cool. Uh, I believe they still do that. But uh, I, I've done okay in the scavenger hunt. Sometimes my words, my and Brian, you know from when I entered your photo challenges, sometimes my ideas go so far out in left field that the box is just a little dot on the horizon. But that's what I like. And, I love uh, that. And it doesn't always meet well with, with a, a judging. I don't want to call it a panel because you get judged by, uh, I think there's four judges, and each judge submits their first, second, and third for an image. So you could conceivably get a first place, but then I could also get a first place for the same image, but from a different judge. And then for every first, second, third, and all we'll mention, they do a points tally to find out who the grand champion is. So, but it's, it's just fun. It's, a, it's an outlet to be creative. It's a reason to go shoot things, uh, photograph things. Sorry. Not sure. <laughs> yeah. Right. Got to specify. Gotta specify um, so. I like yeah. the themed idea. Um, I had a customer who, and this was something that was really cool for me uh, just the other day. She's a teacher of a at a local school. <clears throat> she has a student who has anxiety and you know some other um, issues with learning and so on. And she's teaching this this girl who has the issues submitted a photo for a contest and won gold. And they've invited her to submit a portfolio for this contest now, and she has to make all these photos. So the teacher is literally uh, like out of pocket. She bought a, a lighting kit. Uh, actually Aurora Marco had to call me because she tried dealing through commercial and Marco called me and asked if I could help out because she was local to this area. And I didn't really know how to help because you know how our supply of flashes are right now. Like there's, there's nothing. Mm -hmm. Right. So it turns out that the, the kit that she wanted, we actually had, so she bought it for this girl and she's literally setting up her students or her, her classrooms with different themes. So like one classroom will be a macro, one classroom will be portrait, one classroom will be, you know, something else. And she'll take this, this girl from classroom to classroom to help her make these photos for that thing. So I was so impressed with, with the fact that this teacher is stepping up so much to help this young girl. And um, it really made me feel better about the state of how people are teaching. Like you always hear about com people complaining about teachers and that. This teacher was incredible. Uh, she really, really was trying hard to help this girl. And, uh, and it was really encouraging to see. She told me about one of the photos and the theme was peace. So my first thought when I heard that theme was uh, get a photo of like the map of Europe and Russia and section out Ukraine and pull it, make it like it's a puzzle and make that like a puzzle piece that's been removed so you have a piece of the puzzle and peace in relation to the Ukraine situation and the Russian war and so on. So it's kind of like a double take on the word piece. And she she heard me say that. And she's like, oh, my God, I can't believe I didn't think of that. And she said, I should have tried that. And I'm like, well, you know, you still can. I mean, this is why I like Mark's way of doing photo challenges. You're always kind of thinking outside that box. And yeah. even on our first episode, I said, you know, you're somebody said something and you're instantly thinking about a woman giving birth or something yeah, like, that was you that said that not me yeah that was me that said that. <laughs> but i mean that that's my point is you think so far out of the box that um, yeah. it really makes somebody look at your image and think hmm what, what what's going yeah. on here and i think uh, that's the real important thing in photography yeah absolutely and that's the the interpretation of it and, and it's not always about what the masses want it's what you want it's what makes you happy so when when i do these and it's funny that the photo challenges often bless you aurora godzilla thank you um but uh when you do a photo challenge it's 
um, it's up to you to interpret that that photo. Like I, I say car, um, and and somebody could shoot a, a, a part of a car, a whole car, or whatever. Um, but I mean, there's been words that I mean, we've been so far out of the box that I mean, it's just gone. And uh, people uh, sometimes people get it, sometimes people don't get it. Um, a lot of times I, I use a lot of pop culture references in my photos and things like that. Like I know for you, you had done the album cover challenge with Day Tripper Photo um, on the photo show. And, and I did the, 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 the weekend pass album cover yeah. from the band that I used to be in years and years ago in front of my garage. And, uh, you know, even did the back cover because why not? It was just fun. But there were so many little Easter eggs in that album yeah, cover yeah. from the UPC code was uh, – what was it? Eight six seven five three zero nine. Anybody, anybody from that era would go. Oh, I should call Jenny. You know. Or and, I was like, uh, "What are you talking about?" Yeah. What? <laughs> and then I, th I think I did the. Uh, I can't remember the explicit lyrics warning and, and stuff like that, which is sort of like a, a tip to the the '80s and the '90s, where the PMRC was big in the states and they were trying to censor music and whatnot. But it was great. I love it. Was just you, you got to have fun, right? And, and then of course, one of the members, uh, my friend Len, is he lives in Germany now, and his wife took a picture of him with his bass, but he's wearing lederhosen, and she emailed it to me, and I made <laughs> it look like it was cut out of a picture and pinned it to the picture, right? So. It <laughs> end up and there is the base and leader hosen and the hat with the feather <laughs> and it was just it was fun it was a fun shoot to do and uh right and yeah for after all these years it's still fresh on your mind you know it's yeah, still one of those yeah. things that makes you feel happy when you think about it i love that well exactly it's it's just fun it's uh and that's the the thing about photography is expression and uh, and that's what we're talking about here is expressing yourself and and it's any way you express yourself you're not wrong that's right. the beautiful thing about it. Well, no. As long as it's legal. Right. And you're exactly. expressing yourself, then you're not. Because we've just gone through this whole situation in Ottawa with the, the Canadians with the Canadian flags flying. And, yes, the Caillou convoy, yes. Yeah. Like, that to me is, is not the kind of expression that. And we even had Jim Lowe, Aurora. We had Jim Lowe on the show. And we talked to him about freedom of uh, freedom of expression and all yeah. these things. Yeah. And, so and, yes, expression is important. Yeah, and well, we talked about it in detail on that on that particular show. It, I mean, it's okay for people to protest about whatever cause they're wanting yeah. to protest, but if they're breaking laws doing it or um, yeah. or something like that, then infringing on know, our rights. Yeah, infringing yeah. on other people's rights, or yeah. you know, um, you know breaking laws is what it really about yeah. uh, boils down to that's yeah, when yeah. it becomes a problem right well and, and the funny part about rights is that uh and we're now we're getting political here but uh the funny part about rights is it's not pie just because you have more rights i, I give you more rights or, or society awards you more rights it doesn't mean there's less rights for me right there, yeah. there, you know it's it's not like oh well uh, aurora you have the right now to wear half your hair purple but mark has to shave his hair off Right. That's that's not the way it works. It's, yes, you have the right to have your purple hair and Mark can have his hair however he wants, shaven or otherwise. By it's, the way, your hair looks very nice tonight, Mark. Thank you. It was, it was a fresh cut. Mike did it. Anybody watching, I'm not sponsored by them, but District and Thunder Bay, Mike does it. He's the big tattooed guy. Uh, <laughs> but uh, no, it's, that's that's the thing, right? I mean, with, with your, your freedom of expression, as long as you're not breaking a law, um, or in, in my case, in a lot of my pictures, um, I, I do things legally when I take the picture, 
Um, and then in Photoshop, I make it look like it wasn't done legally. And we talked about that with the one car, um, the car picture, the Cadillac. Did you did you buy the Cadillac, by the way? No. Okay. So it was the Cadillac picture. I think the speedometer coming into a corner showed 130 kilometers an hour or something like that. And, the, of course, the sign on the corner said 60. And uh, the car was not moving when I took the picture. So prob probably the most illegal thing I did to get that picture was I stopped on a road and took a picture very quickly and left. But I was in, it was in my lane and made sure there was nobody coming behind me. So I stopped for like a you know, maybe 30 seconds and, and always watching the mirrors to make sure there's nobody coming up. But I often do that. I'll, I'll Photoshop something to make it look like something else. Much safer that way. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. And, and less tickets. Yeah, yeah totally. Yeah. Aurora, what have you been up to? Because I know you've been up to some crazy stuff. Yeah. I don't want to say crazy. I, exciting. Like things with family, things outside of family. Yeah. Oh, man, there's there's a ton of stuff going on for me right now. I'm, you can probably tell I'm a little red faced. Um, that happens when I'm like pretty exhausted, but it's a good, it's a good exhaustion. It's a good tired. Um, the past month and a half or more, I've been doing all sorts of side photo or video projects on my days off. Um, one being that I just released recently was, um, we had Jace on for an episode, my, uh, uh, middle sibling, uh, Jace, um, and Jace was on to talk about their music, um, the release of the song on Spotify. Um, and at the time we hinted about a music video being, uh, in the works. Um, so the first of all these photo side projects was this music video which i have now released and everything is good uh, we went to this really cool studio called post creative and they had a um what's the word uh like a seasonal installation of uh these suspended flowers in a room it covered basically the entirety of the room except for the outside and a small like circle I guess in the middle and it was the perfect location to shoot this video um, because the song is called chrysanthemums uh, many of the flowers that were in this list, uh, installation were actually chrysanthemum plastic flowers um, and I in in doing the shoot uh, I had the chance to uh, take some pictures of some of the extras in the in the video, as well as um, record the music video at at the studio. Uh, it was a really fun and busy day, um, and this was the first time I recorded any video in any sort of capacity in a very long time. Um, the plan for this video initially was to do like a story as well as the music component, uh, but uh, the amount of work that we put into the music component for this video, um, as well as the timeline, um, as well as actually just finding people who are willing to be the actors, the extras in the story component to the video, we decided just to go with the music uh, part of it. So um, uh, Jace in some of the clips is just uh, singing in some of the clips playing the guitar and then in some of the clips we have a couple of people who are 
doing the instrumentals behind, which ended up turning out really cool. This was my first experience with a gimbal. Um, oh, right I've never used one uh, before. Uh, so in the days leading up to this, I um, basically was learning with some of the staff at my store in... Um, in Woodbridge, um, how to use a gimbal, how to balance a gimbal, how to figure out uh, issues. Uh, that day I came across a couple issues that uh, I couldn't get past. Uh, so since then I've learned um, how to fix things, how to correct for issues with the gimbal and stuff like that. And I've been doing more work with gimbals. Um, so it's been, it's been quite cool. So there was that. Um, I, also briefly mentioned on the episode where we interviewed John Simo that I had a recent visit to Neon Demon Studios, um, which is a neon theme studio. If you, uh, anybody who's listening or anybody who's interested, if you want to take a look at the studio, it's a really cool creative space uh, just with all sorts of neon signs, um, really grungy kind of aesthetic. Um, and I planned a photo shoot with, um, the first one was also with my friend, um, with my friend and Elisa, who was also a guest on this episode, uh, on, on this podcast, uh, in the first season. Um, that's because we so, support the people we love. Yes, right? exactly. We should support the people we love, support the people that we know that are creative, that, that need support. I think that's really important. So yeah. yeah. And even if they don't need support, it's like one of the things that Elisa and I have been um, noticing recently is like now that we're collaborating more, now that we're able to get out and do stuff more, um, we're really loving the fact that we can kind of like bounce things off of each other and, uh, you know, motivate each other to do uh, more things and be more creative and get involved in different kind of creative projects. And every time I talk to her, it's, we're now thinking of a different shoot, a different thing that we can do. Uh, and it's a lot of fun um, because, you know, for a while I felt a little stifled with that kind of thing. Um, so yeah, I did this uh, recent shoot at Neon Demon. Uh, so got some pictures, Elisa got some pictures of me. I got some pictures of Elisa and our uh, mutual friend Melissa uh, we ended up uh, weeks prior to this shoot we ended up um, basically uh, going to different kind of thrift stores trying to find like this futuristic looking outfit with holographic material um, stuff that would reflect um, reflect things more um in the neon studio um we've got a ton mm. of really cool photos of that that's a good idea um yeah we for a long time we tried to figure out what exactly it was we wanted uh so the pictures of me i'm wearing a leather jacket so you get the the shininess of the leather jacket with the reflection of the light on uh, in the studio my friend elisa as well um she had kind of like a darker outfit um, and, uh, yeah, some little accessories and stuff like that. And then, um, our friend Melissa, she went all out. She was in like a full holographic tracksuit, basically. Oh, um, so it, it turned out really cool. Um, I really love those images. I'm going to be sharing those soon. 
following that, I actually went to, and I believe we should actually invite her as a guest on the show, uh, Emily. Um, I, I don't know how to pronounce her last name, um, so I'm not going to uh, attempt Emily that. that we used to work with? Emily and, yeah, who used to work at the New Market Henry's yeah. uh, has a photo studio um and in barry and she recently did a grapevine studio right yes grapevine studio uh she recently did a content day and my friend elisa saw it and i said oh my gosh i know her i've been wanting to go to her studio i've been wanting to, to go and support her let's go to this event uh so we ended up going to this event and it was awesome there was a maternity model uh, there was a bunch of, there was a, like a model model, um, who's been modeling for like 15 years or something like that. Mm. And she came with like a bunch of boudoir outfits. So we got some boudoir pra uh, practice. Uh, there's a bunch of other photographers there doing all sorts of different kind of creative projects. Um, and then we all were kind of taking pictures of each other, uh, different angles, different lighting. Um, and the way that Emily has it set up in the studio, there's different sections of the studio so you can get many different looks in one place um so if you rent the studio you get all of these different looks there's an archway um there's kind of like this white kind of uh material like satin almost not satin but a material backdrop um there's uh she has a actually suspended flower uh display uh there was like a a piano with a bunch of flowers on it. Unfortunately, they had to take that down a few days later because it was all messed up because um, people were touching it, um, mm. which is unfortunate. Uh, there's bed. There's a little photo nook. Uh, sorry, a book nook kind of thing and an actual studio like with paper backdrops um, in many different colors. So we got a ton of different content, which that's, it's going to be a while till I'm able to post a, a decent amount of that uh, stuff. But I got a wide range of headshot, portrait, action, boudoir, maternity, Man. all in one day. <laughs> you just jumped in head first in there, didn't you? Yeah. Uh, so that's, it was Emily awesome. Pelka is her last name. Pelka. And at Grey Pine Studio. Yeah. We should definitely talk to Emily about maybe she'll want to come up. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, because it's really cool. Like I had a, a a bit of a conversation with her. Like obviously it was a busy day. There was a bunch of different con uh, like content creator, photographers, models. There's a bunch of people there that day, and um, she was she was busy with all of them, obviously. Um, but uh, she said the business is going really well. Um, she still has time to shoot her own her own stuff on the side. Um, it's, it was funny. She said the studio is booked up. She can't even shoot her own stuff in, wow. <laughs> in the studio. So uh, business is going really well for her. Um, and it's awesome. I, I had a great time at the space and I definitely will go back again um, because it was just a, a great big and many different looks out of one studio you can get, um, which is cool. Um, and cool. last, invited. I'm invited. Oh, there you go. <laughs> there you go. Uh, that's awesome. Oh, yeah. uh, I would no love messing to, around. I'd love to have her on because we could talk about, you know, her photography, but also the making of the studio. Cause I think yes. that's a pretty big 
project for her. And well, I've been a total involved different in kind of creative creativity. Left. I had the loft studio on Main Street with four other partners. Um, probably the most fulfilling thing that I've done for Day Tripper Photo. Uh, having a space to create and just to do your own thing. I used it for my workshops, of course, but like Navi was on there and, and Joe LaDuke and Robert and Gabriel Bousquet. Um, we all used it for different reasons. And just having a space, it gives so much legitimacy to everything. Like I could say, yeah, sure, meet me at my studio for this workshop. And people are like, ooh, studio. You know, you got to know what you're doing. Yeah. Um, yeah. But Emily has taken this to a completely different place. And her place is huge from what I understand. Yeah, and big. just that's got to be so expensive to run. So it'll be really interesting to to hear how she's able to market it properly and get the word out to the right people. Because we had a heck of a time trying to do that. I think I think part of it is right now it's a huge trend to have a studio. Back five years ago, or even less than five years ago, even three years ago, um, it was not a trend to have a studio. Um, but now it's become this like trendy style of business. And it's not just photographers who rent out studios, it's content creators because they want a space to go to that they can get a different look for their photos so that they can post interesting photos on Instagram or their website or whatever it may be. Um, so it's not, the business has uh, vastly um, expanded. And if you have the creative mindset to create a studio that has more looks that one person could rent the studio, the entire studio and use, uh, shoot a bunch of different content so that uh, they can have photos for the next month or mm -hmm. the next two weeks or something like that. Uh, photos or video, because video is the biggest thing right now. Mm -hmm. Um that gives you another competitive edge um, because if you have a different look, a different style to your studio, or you have a bunch of different sets that someone can get a bunch of different content out of, then more people are going to be more likely to go to your studio. Well, the, the same money spent gives you so much more in return. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And then you, you've got themes as well. So a lot of these studios, like what Emily's doing uh, now is she has the suspended floral, uh, display in her uh, studio, but that's only for a limited time. So these studios are now doing these specific looks for a limited time only. Yeah. Well, that's what um, John Simo was saying when we had him on too, right? Like he yeah. sets it up and, you know, after yeah. a while he has to change it all, guts it all, starts all over again. And I think that is important for sure. Yeah. It keeps it fresh, right? Because if, if I'm going to rent your space, I might go, okay, I'm, I've got a couple of boudoir uh, that I want to do. And I'm going to shoot those, but then, you know, a year down the road, if I get a client back in that says, my husband really loved those boudoir shots or my wife really, or my partner really loved those boudoir shots. Um, I want to do more with you, yeah. and, but I bring you back into the space and it's the same yeah. space. Yeah. And uh, now we're just doing the same pictures again, but now if you can swap it up and bring a different look or, or something like that, then that's, that's yeah. cool. It's, that's how you're keeping relevant, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, and it, it's awesome. Like post creative, that studio that had the suspended floor display, like at the yeah. time there was no other studio that had that kind of display. Now a bunch of them have this yeah. kind of display. Um, but uh, now they have something called the meadow, 
um and it is super cool they have like all this like tall grass with floral uh like tall flowers and butterflies hanging from the ceiling and stuff like that um and yeah it's just a it's a very smart way to 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 do business and uh uh it's it's definitely a, a thing that people are going to love and and enjoy for a long period of time so um that's definitely that <laughs> Mark, and then, what you, sorry, Aurora. What do you? What do you? What's up there, Mark? What are you staring yeah. at? Is there a bug up there? Oh no! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and uh, the worst part is, is if my it's wife gone. sees it and I lose it, I'm in big. I, <laughs> broken the accord. He shouldn't be in the house. Oh, he really shouldn't be. Yeah, I, it was like all of a sudden you're like, oh shit. Yeah, I I, just, oh, I took shit. a drink of my and then you're like, water. Is there and I'm like there. <laughs> It's white ceiling, black. Like, oh, man. I mean, uh, to me, it's not that big. It's you know, it's like a, a little bit to my wife. It'll be like a dog. That's your black. reaction, the way you lock in. It'll, on be, it. it'll be trying to. Like, <laughs> I love it. I'll have to dispatch it before the show is uh, before I before I leave the room. Yeah, no kidding. Sorry, Roy, I didn't mean to catch you. I apologize, yeah, Aurora. that's okay. Uh, I was just gonna kind of move on to the last bit of stuff that I've been doing. Perfect. Yeah. Um, so I've been doing nothing now after listening to all of you. Me too, I know, right? The the video of Jason and everything. This is all the part time stuff. Like, I I work full time as a manager at Henry's. So, wait, not only we should clarify, you're kind of the manager. I'm managing two two stores stores right now, technically. Oh, (laughs) technically. She's now (laughs) coming back to Newmarket. Uh, Yeah. So, but you're still running Woodbridge. So, yeah, you're, yeah, go ahead. Sorry. Yeah, I'm, I'm tired. Um, but, uh, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, so I was re- recently a- approached by this cool, uh, very, very cool, um, therapy clinic, basically. Um, I'm not going to na- name the business right now because I don't know when the content is going to be released sure. and I don't know when this video is uploaded, but I've been doing some interior work. Um, some corporate work, some portrait work, um, some video reels, virtual tour stuff with them. Um, they have two new locations. Um, and it's a really, really cool concept for therapy because it's not only counseling, um, like psychotherapy, therapy, uh, that kind of thing. It's also, you can go to your therapy appointment and right after get a massage or right after get acupuncture treatment um, in the same building and sometimes in some cases in the same room they would just switch out the practitioner Um, so it's a very very cool concept um, and I'm very happy to be working with them Um, but it has allowed me to kind of expand into the world of making professional reels I've done a bit of it um but this is the first time that I've kind of like applied it to interior work um because I've done it a lot with like portrait work and stuff like that um so uh it's definitely very very cool project that I've been working on and it's a multi-shoot type of thing um right now I'm num on just finished number three out of four and it's all been within a very short span of time that I've shot three times about a week and a half. Um, so 
yeah, it's it's a pretty big project and uh, very happy to be working on it. So, so see now yeah. now we've come full circle to a discussion we had when we first joined and you were asking us how your audio was. Yes. Now we know why you have the new microphone. <laughs> yes. Yes, I'm using a wireless microphone, Rode Wireless Go 2. That's great. And, Very cool. Uh, yeah, your audio sounds great, yeah. Yeah. Wow. You've you've been very busy. You've been very, very busy. <laughs> it, it reminds me of, uh, I don't know if anybody has seen, um, there's a skit from Madeline Kahn in the movie um, uh, with Gene Wilder. He's a cowboy. Um, anyway, she's she sings the song "I'm Tired," and it's because she's like been with so many men that she's just super tired. <laughs> it's just it's was that, hilarious. Was that blazing Bla saddles? blazing saddles? Exactly right. Yes, exactly. And she yeah. does that scene. Anybody who who wants to see something hilarious, check out Madeline Kahn. Do yeah. the scene. I'm tired from blazing saddles. That, that also just tells <laughs> everybody how old Mark and Brian are that they knew. Yes, I know it's true. Oh, Mel I gotta Brooks check this out. Yes, you do. I'll send you a link. It's brilliant. Hell with you. I'm going to work for Mel Brooks. <laughs> I love Mel Brooks. <laughs> um, Mark, you were talking to me earlier about, uh, you know, something creepy and crawly, and then you looked up at your ceiling and you saw that. Um, apparently, there's a new bug, or there's a bug that is named after a famous celebrity. You were saying, well, what's the deal with that? Yeah, actually, I, I was looking. I, I I don't like the news. I don't like people go. Oh, you get a lot of mainstream media. Yeah, you're right. I don't. I don't do mainstream media. I do strange news. This is strange news. So. <laughs> Taylor Swift, yes, that one, the singer, was the inspiration for the name of a new millipede species that they found. Um, so the twist, this it's called the Swift Twisted Claw Millipede, or oh. the Nanaria Swifte, was among several species just recently found in Tennessee. Um, so this is, uh, it's, it's not brand new news. This was April 20th it was posted, but that's the sort of thing that... Uh, that I see oh you. my goodness! Although I I do have to admit that uh, sounds terrifying. It, you can Google it, Taylor Swift inspiration <laughs> for millipede, and uh, <laughs> they've got pictures of Taylor Swift and the millipede side by side. And I do <laughs> have to admit, Taylor Swift is much more attractive than the millipede. There she is. Yeah. There you go. I don't know about that. I, I don't think I agree with you. I think that millipede. Kind of more attractive. Well, it I mean, is a handsome. It is a handsome insect. Yes, that's and I bet you it's a better singer too. Um, oh, geez. I don't know. Yeah. I'm, I'm kind of anti Taylor Swift over here. <laughs> oh, she, is it shake it off that she does? You know, yes. Okay, her, it's, her, it's, her music like, is good. It's what I actually. You know. I liked Shake It Off performed by The Rock better than I liked it performed well, by her. Although speaking of Shake It Off, we had a, a guest on whose episode is premiering tonight, the day that we're recording, uh, who did a parody of Shake It Off. The Lisa Schwartz. Schwartz. Yes. Yeah, that was a fun interview. Yeah. yeah that was awesome. I was, I was so happy we did that. You know why I was so happy, Aurora? I was so happy because look at you. Look at you. You just like, <laughs> I, I was saying this last night. Uh, like I can't. I still can't believe that happened. And she was it, so nice. It, she oh, was so, so nice, nice, so cool. And Very I've nice. been emailing her since about getting her a camera. So it's just really cool that. Oh yeah, because she doesn't want her duct taped up camera anymore. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yes. That's um, awesome. 
so yeah, it's it, it was really cool that that happened. And... It was, and it was a good it was a good episode. I think yeah. um, her input being from a place of having you know two plus million followers and the pressures that are on somebody with that kind of uh, following, it, it's nothing that I can relate to. It's nothing that I don't think any of us can relate to. But at the same time, she seems so humble and so normal. Um, hearing her take on how the world perceives what she's doing and so on was was really cool. And she had some great great advice that. Uh, was... And not only that, it was just a lot of fun. Yeah, like we we're all joking, we we're all having fun, and uh, it was just like a really upbeat, positive episode. Absolutely, yeah. yeah. As most of our episodes are. Exactly, like, yeah, and that's what we aim show. for. <laughs> it is. We gotta have fun. It, it, as a reminder, we do this for us. I mean, if 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 anybody's watching this, and, and we hope there are, but you know, the three or four of you that are, are listening right now, um, we we appreciate you being here. But we do this for us, and we just hope you yeah. like it. Yeah, exactly. I don't think the viewers are ever gonna. You know, I mean, the lack of viewers would ever stop us from doing this. We get puppy noses. Here's a puppy nose. Oh. Once in a while, we get attacked by a cat. You know, it's all good. Um, speaking or of, my case, he's moved. By the way, he's coming closer. <laughs> <laughs> we're we're gonna end the show soon before he jumps on you. So yeah, perfect. Um, yeah, we should too because I haven't had dinner yet. So, but before we do, before we do, I want to touch back on the episode that you guys had without me, with you, Ryan, uh, Aurora, Ryan, and Mark. Um, when, when Ryan <laughs> was, um, uh, he had seen better times. Let's say, let's say that he had his glasses on and, yeah. Yeah. you know, he, he's obviously just gotten back from a, he, I think he literally got off the bus from partying that weekend. And yeah, the his, show. Eyes, his eyes literally looked like two piss holes in the snow. It was, oh, it was hilarious. Like, he was with Mason. Oh, he was with Carter Mason. Mm. Yeah, that'll do it. <laughs> and Sunny oh, and Sunny. And yeah. Spider. Closer. Spider's closer. If you have to take care of that spider, Mark, you can go oh, right ahead. Way up there. I, you don't need to see the shorts I'm wearing. So. I said spider. Now Shelly's dipped into the room. She wants to run away. And she's like holding her chest. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> Get the spider! <laughs> I'll tell you later. All right. So um, speaking of horrible things, I'm going to segue into the last conversation I think we may have before we uh, you know, say our goodbyes. Uh, it's something that Mark, you and I were talking about before Aurora showed up. And then Aurora showed up and we touched on it politics now we don't we don't get into politics very often on this show and it's really not about politics as this conversation is not about you know politics per se but mark you had something you wanted to mention oh sure put it on put it on me yeah because i hate politics (laughs) relevant to the viewers who are in ontario and listeners who are in ontario so um we have uh unfortunately um an election coming up and i say unfortunately i don't like elections because i don't like politics and when there's an election it forces me to research and find out who am i going to vote for um and i I don't think it's going to come as any shock to anybody that's on social media there's a lot of negative commentary about government of all levels yeah um and uh and and the, the big the big thing to remember and what i'm looking for here I, I i can't even find it again when is the election here people when is the election? Uh, ontario so uh june 2nd is the election here in ontario uh, so if you're unhappy with your your our leadership and our democratically voted in leadership if you're unhappy with the leadership here in ontario vote Get out and vote. If you if you really want to terrify all of the leaders of the political parties, 
get out there and vote. They're scarier than he's moved again. The spider. Way <laughs> uh, and and they they will be terrified if everybody got out of their house on June the second and went out and voted. I think we would see a vastly different landscape of of what we've got now. Um, but it'll, it'll help with the voters. Even if you spoil your ballot, get out and vote. See, this is what I was going to bring up because I voted the last time for Trudeau and I regretted it, but I didn't. You know, like, yeah. who'd be better? We're going to have to mute that. <laughs> you vote? Yeah. No, I mean, it is what it is. You, you make decisions based on what you think is right, right? Yeah. Um, considering who was he was running against at the time, uh, I didn't see a better option. He at least had some history from family being in, in politics. And, you know, so I saw some benefit there, but I don't know who these people are and I don't know what they're trying to do. And I don't know what they've done. There should be a database online that says, here's the politician. Here's what he's voted for. Here's what he's voted against. And like, this is who he stands. This is what he stands for. If there was some sort of uniform platform where you can go to one website and see non-biased opinions and facts about each candidate, I, I think I think there probably is, but each candidate will have their own their own website, right? They'll it, have their own spin on it, though. That's the problem. Have, well, no, but they'll have their platform, what they're running on, and then their what spin. they're running on, and what they do afterwards is different. It's like my dad always told me when I was getting my license when I was sixteen, so fifteen years ago. Um, <laughs> um, you do get your license, and then you do other things to keep it. So. Yeah. So, and that's what they do. They, they tell us what we want to hear to get elected and then, and then they, they do other things once they're elected. So my, my point is, is get out and vote. Uh, I'm not political. I haven't done the reading yet. Don't ask me for, don't, don't call me up and go, Mark, who do I vote? Because I'm going to go new phone, who dis click. Uh, <laughs> and uh, so don't, don't ask me, but all I'm asking is that if everybody who's listening, all six of you get out there and, and vote, you can make a difference because so many people say I don't vote because it won't make a difference. But if you think about, if you look at the voting numbers, I, I don't, I don't remember what they are, but you they're dismal. The number of people that actually get out and vote, get yeah. out and vote. There, there are, are people in countries that are legitimately under a dictatorship, legitimately not some bullshit. Oh my God, this is Trudeau's a dictator. Oh, no, no God. Yeah, exactly. He's not. He's not. There are people that would literally give their eye teeth to go out to a Democrat. Yeah. And there are people that would give their eye teeth, but then would still fear for their lives to be out and voting. So, you know, get out and vote. Get yeah. out and vote. We're, we're a free country. Get out there and vote. And that's just political. And your scratched vote idea. I'd never even heard of that before. So yeah. that doesn't spoiled make sense to me. It, it, even spoiled ballots are counted as spoiled ballots. And it lets them know that you're dissatisfied with, as far as I know, you, correct me on that if I'm wrong, but if, if you spoil the ballot, it lets them know. Cool. You stop moving. We're good. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I mean, you've convinced me, Mark. I'll vote Thanks. this time. All right. Yeah. yeah I haven't, I've never miss, missed an election since I've become so it's your fault. old enough. Right. To it's all vote. your fault. I missed one. <laughs> I missed one because I wasn't in my riding the day. I was traveling for work and I didn't go to the. Oh, it was no. my fault. I didn't, pre I didn't go to the early polls. I, I thought I could just walk into a polling station to vote. That, that's not the case. Yeah. A funny little story on voting. My mother lives down in Florida, as you two know, and um, she's always been Canadian, like she's Canadian. But when the, the the former president was president for, you know, his four years and 
there was a vote coming up. My mother planned ahead and got her uh, dual citizenship specifically so she could vote against the former president. Um, and if you actually look at the, the country, everybody was voting for you know that guy. And then some people were voting for Biden. Um, you'll notice, by the way, I never say that guy's name. I just don't. So um, my mother's place of living, West Palm Beach, where she voted, was the only place in Florida that didn't vote for that guy. Wow. It, which blew my mind that it was all for him. And where my mother happened to vote for the first time ever in the States, it was for Biden. Yep. So enough, yeah. people, enough people cared enough to get out and vote. Yeah, so it makes a difference. Thank yeah, you, Mom. And that's the thing. All it will make a difference doesn't matter who I vote for. And to to a point, I mean, I'm, I've always been a mm -hmm. proponent of, of politicians are all pretty much cut from the same cloth. Um, but, you know, there are a few exceptions to that rule. And if we get a good one, and I don't, again, I haven't read the platforms. I don't know the candidates. So, but get out and vote. Yeah, get out and vote. Get out and vote. Um, Aurora, anything else you wanted to add before we uh, we say goodbye? No, I, I well, I, think I have it's the three definitely, questions. You have the three questions. We have we have, well, we have the questions. Why not? It's been a while since we've answered the questions. I wasn't prepared. It's okay. So on the last episode where it was just three, I flipped the questions on Mark and Ryan. Well, one of the questions, the the jam question. Um. So you guys just answered the jam question. Yeah. But I don't even know if we gave a specific. I think a lot of people just kind of gave a general thing. But it's okay. I, I, I like I like this. I like this. Cool. I have for the challenge. Ask it. Yeah, I have a specific too. Okay. Cool. So should we do it? We should do it. We should do it. Okay, Brian, you start. Okay, I'll start. <laughs> <laughs> so um, as far as uh, the jam, what is your jam? I'm going to say smithereens from our, our friends who were on our episode not too long ago. Um, and I don't know why. Uh, from Scatterbrains. Scatterbrains, yeah. Yeah. Um, I've been listening to that song pretty much on repeat. And uh, mostly because I want to jam with these guys when the world opens up again. I want to get up to Barry and I want to sit behind the kit and play with these guys. Um, so I've been listening to Smithereens over and over and over again. And it's a great song. Like, it's well put together. It sounds great. It's fun to play. Um, it's definitely a, a song that I can see myself jamming out to. So yeah, Smithereens from Scatterbrains. Love it. Awesome stuff. And as far as my tool of the trade, uh, it hasn't changed. My tool of the trade is still my Leatherman. I use that thing all the time, all the time. Like I, it's, it's always being used. I mean, look at that thing. It's ancient. Whoops. Heavy too. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Yeah, I, I, that my tool hasn't changed. I mean, everybody's going into creativity and thinking and all these things. And yeah, that's all, we all do those things. But my tool of the trade is actually a tool that's very helpful to me in, in my everyday, at work, at play or whatever. And is there a third question? What's the third question? Well, it was the challenge, but I don't What's think we need to Oh, the challenge. Yeah, I don't, I don't want to give a challenge. Yeah, we don't, I don't think we need to give a challenge. No, we don't need to give a challenge. All right, Aurora, your turn. What's your jam? Uh, so I've been almost exclusively listening to a podcast, uh, but aside from the podcast, I've been listening to Chrysanthemums on repeat. It's and good, it's a good song while editing this video. And I got to tell you, it gets stuck in my head and I haven't gotten sick of it. 
That's good. I've did hours of listening to it over and over again, editing the video. So listen to Chrysanthemums by Cadence Arcana. It's on Spotify. Um, But yeah, I've also been listening to Potterless Podcast, which is a podcast about Harry Potter, a guy who uh, listened, uh, basically read the books of Harry Potter when he was starting at 25 years old it's like a you know kids series of books and i was myself was in a similar situation my mom would at the time did not want me to read the harry potter books because it was too grown up or too whatever and uh later on i read it because it was something that andrew uh, actually very recently i read it uh the whole series because it's something that andrew loved and um always have has loved um, since he was little and um, I've been listening to this podcast because it's really funny it's a very sarcastic take on these magical children's novels but also somehow he grows to love the novels as the the podcast goes along so that's what I've been listening to oh very cool aside from music (laughs) and uh tool of the trade that's a that's one of the ones that's more difficult for me i i can't pinpoint a specific tool um today i use several but i will say a new tool that i'm considering investing in is a gimbal um i think that is the the future of digital imagery is video um it's where social media is going it's where all the algorithms are going i mean there's a video component to this podcast which is primarily audio um so a gimbal is a really cool tool that i've just recently learned how to use and uh, as long as you take about an hour to an hour and a half of time to really understand how a gimbal works you can get some really cool things and get a very unrealistic looking videos in a very normal kind of setting there's all sorts of different kinds of modes and options like uh inception mode <laughs> and and stuff like that where the camera I'm like sorry. does a full spin insemination mode what in inception inception what? mode you're, you're having children with your <laughs> what, is, what is this no like like the movie inception Oh. oh, with Leonardo DiCaprio. The, oh. where the, Why is, how the is that a camera mode? Flips. It's a mode on the gimbal where the camera like turns around and does the the world flips on itself kind of thing. It's really cool. It's hmm. very, very cool. See, I would have um, just turned the camera upside down. We're all jerky. Yeah, I would have been like <laughs> trying to do backflips or something. Yeah, it's very cool. It's, it's, nice. It's awesome. So which um, one so, are you talking about? Which gimbal is this? Uh, so I've been borrowing the Feutech AK2000. Um, but I, yeah, I haven't decided that's, that's the one that I'm going to go for. I don't know if I'm going to go for one. Um, a couple people on my work have really said that DJI is the way to go. Um, but Gentech is so good for, Gentech is the authorized repair center for Feutech gimbals, and I like dealing with Gentech. So yeah, me too. And I don't like dealing with DJI. So me too. I don't know. I think I'm leaning more towards that. But again, DJI has more features. Well, don't DJI, know. don't you have to deal with them out of California? 
well, for the longest time was dealing with them out of China and they would get back to you months later down the line. Now they have, I think, a California head office location and they have stores now. So it's a little bit more accessible than it was, but okay. still not very easy for retailers like Henry's to deal with. And Gentech is awesome. And yeah. These lenses right here are from Gentech right now. Because... Sigma, right? Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yep. Sigma, yeah. Manfrotto, Joby. Great service from Gentech. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. Incredible. And when the cat attack happened in the lens. <laughs> And I have a challenge that oh. I would like to issue. Okay. Uh, this is in relation to shooting uh, photos and videos with my best friend. Find someone in your life who shares the same creative hobby as you do, whether it be a friend, a family member, someone you met at a photo club, for example, like Brian's um, uh, virtual photo club. Um, and work with that person on a regular basis, talk to them on a regular basis and share ideas. Don't be afraid to connect with that person. Don't be afraid to, um, work with that person, um, and exchange ideas and try to motivate each other to pursue the creative, whatever creative expression, your form of expression you're using, try to motivate each other to uh, go for those things. Um, so so I guess, I've already done your challenge. That's why we have a podcast. Yeah, that's, that's true. <laughs> that's why I have a camera club. Everything I do, I love collaborating with people because I don't trust myself alone. I don't trust my own ideas alone. Do you know what I mean? I, I love having input from other people. So the idea of collaborating with other people is an amazing challenge. And I think more people should definitely do it. Yeah. And, and I don't I, I, to do it Brian sucks me into all his stuff. So I, <laughs> the idea of collaborating is like, is everything now, um, especially on social media, but um, not only collaborating, but motivating each other. Like, you know, you're working on something. Okay, well, I'm working on editing photos from this particular project. I'm going to call up my friend and I'm going to ask them for opinion. I'm going to call up, you know, or, you know, text them or send them a picture or, you know, show them things. Um, I think I think it's really important to have that, that, that motivation um, because it's really, it's really been good for my creative headspace. Yeah, me too. I think. And I, I thank mean, you too, and Ryan, for that. For sure. Yeah. yeah <laughs> absolutely. Um, before we finish with you, Aurora, and go to Mark, I want to just mention one last thing about Gentech, about how good they are. Yeah. Um, you guys remember uh, Michael Lane, a friend of mine who passed away at Albion Falls. Yeah. Uh, when he passed away, his family reached out to me and asked if there was a, a lens that they could put his ashes into. So I'm oh like, my gosh. Well, that's that's a really interesting approach. Because he's a photographer. He loved photography. He died doing what he loved. Um, so I reached out to Gentech. They sent me uh, a telephoto lens. Uh, I believe it was a, a, 50 to one, a 50 to 500. Yeah, 50 to 500. And they had taken it apart in such that you can remove the inner chassis, fill that with the ashes, and then put it back together again. And they gave me a wood plaque 
that they could put it on and rest it on um, to give to him. And it was in working condition. Like when it's together, it would still focus. It would still work. But when they, you know, you can, it was removable and it was incredible. I mean, this is a company that heard about Michael and said, yes, here you go. Didn't ask for anything. Uh, so yeah, their uh, Gentech is pretty awesome. That is so cool. Yeah, absolutely. That is so cool. And Mark, all you, my friend. I, I don't know if this segue is going to be good or not since you were just talking about the memory of Michael, but um, the music, the jam, my jam right now is uh, the band Hailstorm just came out with a new album and the album is called Back from the Dead. Um, but <laughs> my favorite song on that album so far has been a song called Bright Side, um, which is so, a song called what? Bright Side. So and when you're thinking about the bright side of things, that's the song is not about that. It's about you know, the other part of it. But anyways, it's a song called Bright Side, and it's something that I just I love the tune. And actually, the whole album is really good. I've listened to it a few times through. So, but Bright Side has uh, been sticking to me. And as far as my tool of the trade right now, uh, I'm going to stick to my creativity and my my thinking outside the box. However, my physical tool of the trade has been my uh, my tripods. I have a couple of different tripods and a lot of the pictures that I have recently in the last year or so that I really, really like are taken using a tripod um, because they're sharper, they're clearer, they're longer exposures. Um, and it, it adds a different dimension to your, to your photo when you can do that, as opposed to just raising the camera and snapping a picture. Uh, not, not that that's what we do, but it's, it, and a lot of times when you're setting it up, you're like, oh, what about this angle? And what about this angle? So it really gets my creative juices flowing to actually work with a tripod and, and look for a different angle on something. And getting a good tripod, too. I mean, there's some pretty cheesy tripods out there. And when customers walk in the store to buy one, yeah. Aurora, you know this, they go for the cheapest one first and think, oh, this will be fine. Meanwhile, we know better. Having a yeah. solid tripod, it's awesome. It is awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. And I've got a couple of cheap ones that are, they do in a pinch, but you know, um, the, my, my good tripods, I've got a Manfrotto and I've got a, a three-legged thing. They're my, my two sort of go-tos. I have a slick, which is, it's good for travel, but that the, my three-legged thing is light, it compacts enough and it's a really versatile tripod. So cool. Yeah. All right. All right. Well, that's Bye. pretty much it. And I'm also hungry, so. Yeah, okay. Uh, um, last, sorry, go ahead, Aurora. I just wanted to say uh, to everybody, thanks for watching and listening. And uh, if you like the show, uh, follow us, share, tell people you uh, think would like the podcast. Um, because, yeah, it'll it'll help get this out to more people. That's right. Or if you think they won't like the podcast, share it with them to punish them. Yes. That's right. Exactly. <laughs> I like that. I like that. And also, if you want to be a guest on our podcast, if you think that you are creative with passion for what you're doing and you are doing what you love to do on a regular basis and you've turned it into your lifestyle, if you'd like to talk about it and share your experience, let us know. We'd love to have you on as a guest. We're always looking for new guests to come on. And uh, every guest that we have teaches us something new. So it's always great. Um, the only other thing I want to mention is these. Just got new headphones, and I wanted to share these new headphones. Um, I'm very excited about it. And also, these lights that died just now, and they haven't been working for the half of the show so far. 
because they didn't batteries don't last long enough but they're good uh but no the road headphone i just picked these up anybody who's looking for a really nice set of headphones without going too crazy on price two thumbs up these things are awesome love them that's all i'm gonna shut up now <laughs> all, all right, right. They're great. Okay, that's it for us. Thank you so much again for watching, everybody. I hope you have a fantastic week ahead, and we will see you all next week. Don't forget to check out our old episodes, and stay tuned for our new ones. See you all soon. Bye-bye. Take Bye. care.